This is Mark at MarksForLove.com Men, if you looking for love and your name is Mark, then look no further. All you have to do is go to MarksForLove.com That's MarksForLove.com and ladies, if you looking for love from a man named Mark, then you look no further. All you have to do is go to MarksBelove.com. That's MarksBelove.com. Because at the end of the day, you can't spell love. Without M I K E at com. Paid for by Mike World Order Incorporated. Hi, I'm Mike Thunder, and you probably remember me from my recent hit single, She Left Me on Red. But if I'm not out there podcasting, or giving people the shiny wizard for some random reason, I'm thinking of you. Which you can call me at 1-900-THUNDER. That's 1-900-THUNDER. Because you don't need to wonder when you call Mike Thunder. What's happening, everyone? It is motherfucking Tuesday, all right? And as you know, you know what that means. It is Thirsty Thunder Tuesday, Bash at the Beach edition, that is. What's happening, everyone? I am your host, Mike Thunder, the one you know, the name you know, the name you'll never forget, at least to most of these people's husbands, yeah. That's just a joke, everyone. I forget, this is 2022 where everyone's sensitive. Before we get started, just want to make a shout out to our creator of logos, Base Kip. As you can see, once again, the Bash at the Beach logo in full effect, as always. And I'm going to say that again full effect. Shout out to Base Kip. If you ever want to get your logos done, if you got a vision, hit up Base Kip. He's the guy with the vision as well, too. He can make pretty much everything you've seen created, and then some. So, tonight's episode, we're continuing, as always, the theme for Bash at the Beach. 
open call to all local, global, out of state, out of the country musicians. So once again, I did a little scouting over at Crescendo Studios in Falls Church. If you're ever in the area, Thursday mic night, check them out. Only a small fee, 10 in advance, I want to say 15 at the door. You find what spots available on the time frame and showcase your skills. It's easy. No pressure. No arm pull. None of that. So tonight's guest, and for the record, thank you everyone who is listening to the Sage Bay episode that is now on Spotify, as well as this episode will be on Spotify and all other major podcasting platforms. This guy I seen on stage three weeks ago, and the first thing that came to mind was that one of his tracks he was doing reminded me of uh, Shane Swerve Strickland. Of course, you know I'm going to use a wrestling reference because it is a wrestling-themed show, but it makes the best sense. It's a lot of similarities. If you ever get a chance, check the guy out. We are going to play one of his tracks later on during intermission. But I am going to play a couple of clips so you guys get familiar with him before we bring him on. Now, these are credit from various people who sent in submissions to him all over Instagram and other social media. So we appreciate those people that took the time to uh, help get everyone noticed. Because one thing I like going to Crescendo every week is that everyone has no ego. Everyone is looking out for one another. It's once again building the foundation. The foundation that I want to help give people a chance on too, on a bigger platform. Because think about it. Once this gets posted on all major podcast platforms, this is basically y'all's chance of showcasing. This is basically adding to your portfolio. That's networking 101. So we're going to go ahead and check out a couple of clips before we bring on our upcoming guests. Make the G 
Oxygen, head up in the clouds, looking down at his wrestling ring. About to take a nap like a rabbit on Easter. Head upside the head by that girl, Shaquisha. Yeah? I know, keep your day job, Mike Thunder. <laughs> One more clip we're going to show before we bring him on. Because I ain't going to lie, even I'm in the background as it was playing. I'm like, yeah, uh, yeah, girl, uh, yeah. Let me get a slice of that apple pie. Girl, you about to make me cry. Don't say no, I said before. Girl, you about to get slapped for sure. No? My bad. I'll, look, I'll stick to the proofs. Just come on, Mike Thunder. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what? I'm just, fuck it, I'm going to stop. <laughs> Look, once again, I'll leave it to the pros. I tried, though, but I'll leave it to the pros. Anywho, we're about to go ahead and bring on our guests. While I'm embarrassing myself trying to do a talent that I can't do, but it's all good. Yo, Soon as I vibe with this dude, hey, first thing he said, hey, I want to get on the show. I was like, I want you on the show, man, because I want to, you know, it's different flavors. We ain't just sticking to one, but I couldn't wait to get this guy on there. I'm pumped for it, as you can see. Yo, they call him King the Barist, if I got it right. I just like calling him by the acronym because, once again, it reminds me of Rob Van Dam. Yo. You know he's the one. You don't have to go for the two. Because you know it was meant to be seen. 
Yo, he's our guy, Mr. K D B. Welcome to the show on Mike World Order. How's it going, brother? Yo, what's up, Mike? Appreciate all the love, man. Yo, man, that's that's, that's how we gotta do it up in here, man. You know what I'm saying? Gotta show love for the KDB. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. And yeah, you can steal that gimmick. I'm cool with it. <laughs> so, as we start, you know, pretty much a typical rundown. Mm-hmm. So people want to know, as I was promoting the show, people want to know, who is the KDB? Who am I? So KDB stands for King the Bars. The D is like D-A. It's supposed to be the, like King the Bars. Basically, I'm the King of the Bars. Um, if you think that that's not the title I should have, then you can go ahead and challenge me on that. Uh, anyways, I'm just a hip-hop artist. I can do, I like to rap, like to sing. Like poetry, like to do all that. I mostly like to just go have a fun time, get on the stage, and just make pe- make music that make people feel something. Whether I'm whether they feeling like they want to get up and dance or they feeling in their feelings, that's what I like to do. Hey, that's what's up. That's what's up. I like that. I like that little intro. You know, poetry. Um, <laughs> even I partake in some, you know, poetry of my own. But that's more when I want to be like romance, Mike. You know, it ain't no hobby. It just comes to mind when I'm like in the mood for love. No, I heard you with the bars on the way in. I heard you with the yeah. man. Them bars were shit. Don't lie. <laughs> hey man, keep at it, man. Hey, we could get a song going. You never know. Oh nah. Look, look, I'd be like Dwayne Johnson when he did that track with Tech Nine. Just give me that one little thirty second track, and then I'm good. I did not know he did a song with Tech. I did not even oh, know. Yeah. That. Uh, face off. Wow. Okay. Oh yeah, yo, it it bumps hard. Like as soon as he did his part, he like straight up. It's about drive. It's about power. We stay hungry. We devour putting the work. Ooh. And I'm like, dang, it's okay. it's nice. It's it's it's, it's on point. I, I feel like someone like Dwayne Johnson, everything he touches is gold. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's crazy, man. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. But uh. What would you say what got you started into, you know, doing this craft that is hip hop and rap and so and so? Okay, okay, okay. Uh, Well, that's quite a question. Mm. I can definitely say that it stemmed from a couple of different places. It did stem from me already being interested in poetry. So, you know, through throughout school, I would actually just write poetry. It's kind of cliche, the rapper saying that. But I would, you know, sometimes I would be slacking on my schoolwork. And I'm literally scribbling poems on the notebook. Um, but that's not really where I initially said, you know what, I want to become a hip hop artist. It actually stemmed from me feeling like I was missing something with music. So growing up, uh, I had restrictions on, you know, certain type of music I could listen to. I couldn't listen to too much cussing or anything like that. Um, and just some of the things that I ended up coming upon, it just it didn't hit right. It was missing something. Maybe the hook was good, but then there was no lyrics to back it up in the verse. And I was like, man, what's going on? And so I was like, you know, let me let me try my hand at this. And it looked like I knew what I was doing because, hey, still dropping hits all the time. That's what's up, though, you know. Um, I, can, I can tell, like I said, based on uh, 
how a lot of people react to you on the show. I'm like, yo, this this dude's got something. Like he's a, he's a star. I noticed. Appreciate I mean, that. every person that performed is a star in their own way. But like yours, you had people getting out of their chairs just like going, getting into it. You know what I'm saying? Like they were, they were feeling it, yo. That's what's up. So what would you say was probably the first time you decided to go on stage publicly about, you know, performing? Oh, I remember that very clearly, very clearly. Um, I was actually at another open mic. You know, you, you mentioned Crescendo Studios open mic. That's the best open mic I ever been to, easily. You know, beautiful stage, uh, all the equipment, the sound is crazy. And that's why people keep coming through. And, you know, big love to SNRG. But that is not the first time I got on stage. It was at an open mic at uh, Girani Coffee House in uh, Manassas. And that's another pretty popular open mic, actually. Um, but that one is a, is a family-friendly environment. So I had I had only one song at the time that was clean, and that was Bullet Bill, and Bullet Bill. That's a, you know that's a like Nintendo enemy. Um, what can I say? I grew up playing Nintendo. I actually just got this one, this tattoo. Yes, not yesterday. Yo. I got this one. You know, what I'm saying King Boo. You feel me? So Bullet Bill is just about Bullet Bill. He's literally just a big ass bullet. I can cuss on him, right? I mean. <laughs> Wow. Hey, what up, Wallace? What up, bro? No, so um, I got on there and I performed Bullet Bill, and it's a hard song. It's hard, but it's it's clean. So I had, you know, like I said, it's a family friendly environment, but I had that zone turned up. Um, and then ever since then, I just been working on my performance and just learning stuff, watching other people around me, watching them perform. Yeah. So, and I'm pretty sure you've been asked this numerous times many times um what would you say would be the most i don't know awkward place that you probably performed at so far the most awkward place man mm, now i'm thinking i'm thinking i haven't performed too many places just quite yet um the most awkward place let me think. Let me think real quick. Mm. See, that's how you know you're that good of a performer. <laughs> that's how you know you're that good of a performer because most people off the bat would mention, yeah. well, you know, my most embarrassing place is such and such. But now nah, if it took you that long, then, you know, you pretty much know the right places to go to. And I didn't know there were open mic nights going on in Manassas. But then again, yeah. I haven't touched Manassas like that in like almost two years. Okay, okay. No, yeah, there's a lot of a lot of talent that I've met there. Um, who did I meet at Girani in Manassas? I met uh, my boy Keith Anthony, fire artist. If you don't know about him, I'm sure that you will. Oh yeah, uh, my boy Frank the host. He don't even stay in the area anymore, but he put me on. He's actually how I even ended up meeting SNRG. Uh, Cause he had invited me to an event at Jam and Java. Um, I met my boy Danny P at the open mic in Manassas at Girani. So I mean, but that's just the that's just the culture that comes with being at an open mic. You just meet creatives and you just network, just like how I met you. And you exactly. got me on the show. 
You know what I'm saying? Good. Mike Under, thank you for having me on here, I man. My reporter. Hey, I, I, I got to make sure, like I said, I when I when I stood out there on that stage, I meant every word I said yeah. about wanting to get, you know, more people on the show to get their stuff out there. I mean, like I said, I'm basically giving you guys a portfolio because not only can you say you're on this show, you can literally show it, promote it. They'd be like, check this episode out I was on. Like, this is something that's going to be basically, you know, not trying to sound, once again, because it's a wrestling-themed show, a spectator. But basically, once you're on the episode of Mike World Order, you pretty much etched an immortality on the show. Wow. Because your episode, it's out there. And it ain't just out there on one area. You are out there on international platforms. You know, that most people don't know, Mike World Order is seen in various countries, such as Germany, Kenya, South Korea, Canada, Mexico. Mm. Mm. I don't even know anyone in all those other countries. Yeah. It's crazy, man. It's just, like I said, that power of networking. And now recently we got on Amazon podcasts. Okay. That's right. Make sure to let everybody know where they can find us afterwards if they weren't able to catch the interview oh, live because uh after this episode that's when the real work comes in we plug in we we edit and then we just get it out there to where it pops up next day and then okay. after that <laughs> that's the plan right i mean that's I, you know that that's what i strive to do to make sure to get the episodes up as quick as possible. I mean, there's mm-hmm. some moments I have my lazy days, but I, I try my hardest just to make sure it gives, you know, artists that opportunity to say, hey, I was on this episode, you know, check mm-hmm. it out. Yeah. The way people can say, you know, because you never know. One day I might be in some big ass studio and having you on the show while you promote your next, you know, platinum album. You never know. Sure, we're going to get there, definitely. No doubt. Oh, yeah. We we all going to get there. You know? So I know this is a uh, wrestling-themed show, as mentioned. By any chance, are you a wrestling fan? You know, I never I never got into it. I'm not I'm not, not a wrestling fan. What? I just... I never sat down and, you know, some of my friends will watch it and I'll watch it if it's on. But no, I never, I never got into it like that. What? Yeah. Bro, all love to it, though. You know what I'm saying? You missing out, yo! You need to come back when we do our Thirsty Thunder Thursday watch alongs, man. Like I'm telling you, all right, for sure. Yeah, we we always do the, the the what we call the random five, where you know you pick a random number and then we play a random wrestling clip or highlight video. And because of that, when people do that, they want to come back the next episode and the next mm-hmm. episode. Yeah, I definitely got to pull up to one of those. Oh yeah, it's it's a it's a fun way to get into wrestling. Without having to be a wrestling fan, go through all that trouble of like, where do I get started? Mm-hmm. I'm like the, the wrestling nerdum encyclopedia. I mean, that's why I'm the champ, son. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> with the belt, with the belt right there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Got to make sure, you know. Yeah, make but, sure. Um, so, my next question that I want to ask is, what's what's next? What are you looking at planning? 
you know, with the summer coming up, because let's be honest, summer, that means more opportunities, more gigs, more ways of getting yourself out there. What areas are you really, you know, targeting and projecting the performance? Like, what would you say is your dream area? Uh, so uh, I'll start answering that question by just mentioning the fact that I do have a videography business that I just started. I have my business card. Let me put, let me put a business card oh, out. Plug it in. Plug it in, brother. Plug it in. Plug it in. Plug it so in you, see, you know what I'm saying? Just so you can see. So this is your beauty, my camera productions. And one of the main reasons I wanted to start shooting music videos was just to meet more artists and to find more performance opportunities. So I plan on meeting more people and keep on shooting videos. I'm actually getting, getting pretty decent at it. Um, that's one of my plans of, you know, like I said, finding performance opportunities. Um, I do have a few shows lined up right now. I don't have anything solidified, but you can expect to see me performing at least like three, four more times this summer. At, you know, not not just, you know, I'll definitely be coming to the open mics on a consistent basis, but I'm talking about a show where you're going to come and you're going to see me in the flyer. I got about three or four things that's going to be panning out in the next couple of months. Um, hey. Other than that, man, I just really just want to go perform anywhere that I can, you know, anywhere where the crowd is going to get into it. Um, I like to have fun, I like to turn up and I write my music intentionally to have people go and have a good time when they come. So I would love to do things around the DMV or even outside of that area. I'm not opposed to that. So any stage, any stage, any mic, I'm there. Hey, that's what's up. That's what's up. And, and like I said, glad we were able to plug in your business too, because mm -hmm. if I would have known that ahead of time, then yeah. <laughs> I would have definitely plugged that in. But Send me more info on that, and uh -huh. we will definitely promote it on the show as well, too. I appreciate that. Oh, yeah. We make sure anyone with a local business, we promote it on social media. Not just me, but our executive producers, they promote it. So we make sure that, uh, you know, we, we get you out there. And that's what we want to do. We want to get everyone out there. You know, it's just trying to get that inner circle bigger and bigger and bigger. Right, power networking, man. Power networking, yeah, it works. <laughs> oh, yeah, most definitely, most definitely. So, what would you say? Um, if you had to pick three uh -huh. musicians that you would like to collab with, okay, who would you pick? Oh, okay, okay, okay. I'm okay. talking about mainstream. Oh, mainstream, I got you, I got you. Um, man, I can only pick three. Well, I know I know the one I'm thinking right now. You can do honorable mention too. Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> I definitely gonna say Kid Cuddy. I would love to make a track with Kid Cuddy. You listen to Cuddy at all? Oh, come on, look. I, I'm more than just a guy that listens to heavy metal and vaporwave and jazz. Yeah. I listen to my rap too. I mean... Oh, more so because I'm old school. I like listening to like the old joints, you know. They hard though. Wu Tang. Okay. Big L. You know all them guys. Yeah. 
I mean, that's pretty much the generation I grew up on. Biggie Smalls. Okay. You know. So, I mean, I, I can see that. So, that's one. So, you got two more. All right. Yeah. Cuddy for sure. Um, I do take some influence from him in my music. Um, mostly the way he structures it. If you ever listen to some of his more recent stuff, it's just so many layers into his music where, yeah, he's a rapper, but he does so much more. And I kind of I kind of try to do that with my music, too. Every once in a while, you know, um, who else can I say is my other two, my other top two collaborations, man. To be honest with you, I really be focused on collaborating with my uh, my local artists. Um, but let me think. Let me think real quick. I mean, you can you can mention local too. Yeah. All right. Why not? Why not? Why not? Hmm. Well, I definitely collabed with. Um, it's not directly answering your question, but I was excited to do my collab with, um, cause I got an album coming out. I got a couple features on there. Uh, my boy, Black Sky. I was definitely excited to work with him. Uh, Easy Pimpin' is another another collab I got on there. Uh, I guess we'll say those two were the honorable mention. So let me talk more about mainstream, like you said. Man, I kind of got to think about that. I listen to so many different artists. I really? really? I, really I mean, I think everyone does, but yeah, we'll say Cuddy. Number two, we could say Uzi. You listen to Uzi, little Uzi Vert. Oh yeah. Okay, we'll say I put him at two. Horrible was, actor, he was a great musician. Oh man, I'm sorry when he did How High too. It was not. Uh, what what to say? Yeah, I, was like, I didn't, even, didn't even know he was acting. To be honest with you, yeah, he did the um the second uh, How High series, and then he did um it was another movie he did, but it just mm-hmm. nah 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 the, right. the 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 transition from rapper to actor does not work for everyone. Not everyone mm-hmm. can be Tupac, DMX, Busta Rhymes. You know, not mm-hmm. Eminem. It, it, look, it's not for everyone. Now, right. maybe if you did more like independent movies, like Master P, BB Siegel, Silk the Shocker, then yeah, mm-hmm. then I'd say he would fit in. But I mean, once again, that just goes with movies that I've seen growing up, like Hot Boys, and uh, I got the hookup. Like you know, mm-hmm. three. I'm gonna say Wayne. Easy. That's my top okay. three. So we got Kid Cudi, Uzi Vert, and Wayne. That's it. I'm shocked you didn't mention Kendrick Lamar. Oh uh, man, I don't need to be on a song with Kendrick. He's too fire. I don't need. No, you can They're not gonna hear me anyways. <laughs> hey, if there was an opportunity, I tell Kendrick. I say, Kendrick, take me to the learning tree, man. Hey. No, Kendrick is hard though. Kendrick is fire. Yeah, I mean, especially that recent album he did. That one's crazy. My brother played that back to back for like three days, three four days. So good. Back to back after it dropped. Especially that track, uh, "We Cry Together." Yeah. Oh. That was that was the one with the dialogue, right? Yeah, the one him and the woman arguing. Yeah, that was crazy. Yo, yo that, that was. That hit home for me. 
Oh yeah. Yeah, I've been through one of them type of abusive relationships. Yo, it it hit home and hit home hard. I was like, yo. <laughs> I mean, but it made sense though, because one thing I like about Kendrick Lamar's uh, albums, I like how every album tells a story. It's not just a typical rap album where it's just, all right, we got this track, this track, this track, this track, this track, done. Mm-hmm. Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar, he tells like a story to where it feels like, and I could be wrong, it's just me. Every album I listen to, you have like that visual of what's going on. Yeah. Especially Good Kid, Mad City. Okay. Oh, man. Classic. Good Kid, Mad City. That's like a record record. Yes. Man, that joint is crazy. Even now, some of the songs on there, when they come on. Yeah. That's a timeless joint right there. That's a timeless one for sure. Damn was good too, but. Yeah. Damn was good. That recent one took the cake though. Yeah. I feel like everybody really thinks that that this recent one was like the shit did. <laughs> it was just man it was crazy it was, but i love it though but i was like i said i was shocked you didn't mention kendrick because it seems like everyone in terms of conversation kendrick's top three hmm. i mean i love kendrick's music and he definitely has been inspiration to me but i wouldn't i wouldn't put him in my top artist and that's not me saying that he's not that talented because he is you know what i'm saying if you put like the lineup he is one of the top artists but just for me personally i don't know why he don't make it to my my top list i don't know i mean different strokes for different folks you know yeah. but he's that's, cold, that's, that's why it's called variety for a reason we yeah. ain't gonna be the i ain't one of them type of people that be like you listen to this album you listen to it now you better like it damn it no is people like that? Yeah, well, fuck people like that. <laughs> yeah, look, it's your it's your opinion, it's your right. body, it's your opinion. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, we got J. Rod Numero Uno. He grew up on BDP, the Juice Crew with Marley Mar, Eric B. and Rakim run DMC, Third mm-hmm. Base, Pete Rock and CL Smooth. Damn, J. Rod's old school. <laughs> I know a couple of those artists, not all of them. I know about Run DMC, obviously. I hope so. My mom put me on Rock Him. Man, I don't know. I guess, man, Eric B. Yes, I know about Eric B. And I don't know about nobody else on that list. But I would love to. Rock Him, man. They were another good one. I mean, if you ever get a chance, listen to some old school tracks. I mean, even the Fat Boys back in their heyday was good. Yeah. Every once in a while, I got some old school tracks I put on. I just don't always know what to listen to. You know what I mean? I don't know how to. Like somebody has to put me on, basically, tell me what, what to listen to, because I don't know how to sift through it. You know what I mean? I mean, understandable. Uh, yeah. Uh-oh, here's another one. Oh, and Bad Skills was nice. He's also from Virginia. Oh, he sounds crazy just based off the name. Yeah, he sounds crazy. I believe that. Wow. I mean, so this one playlist I like playing on YouTube. Mm-hmm. It's like called 90s underground raps. It's like volume one, two, three. Yo, if I I think I got one saved on my playlist on YouTube, mm-hmm. I'll send you the link. 
but just it's listening to it, it's just so good. It is so good, man. It is so good. But before we continue on, we're going to go ahead and uh, play a clip of one of your tracks that you sent me. Yes, sir. So before we play it, explain to us the backstory behind this track that we're about to play. Of course, of course, of course. So I'm glad you asked me because, um, number one, this is not a recent track of mine by any means, but it's definitely the most popular song that I released on, on SoundCloud. This is a SoundCloud exclusive. Uh, the track he's about to play is Area 51 Cypher. Um, this was, I don't know how many years ago this was. There was people were planning on having an Area 51 raid. You know, Area 51, where, where they're keeping whatever government secrets. I don't know what's there. I've never been there. Nobody been there that can say what's there. Uh, but all these people were saying they were going to raid Area 51. And basically, I think the government was like, hey, if y'all come here, like, we're killing people. <laughs> um, in response to that event, I was just like, you know, trying to keep up with the current times. Like, you know, let me let me make this song. And I just had this crazy idea to make a song about me having a rap battle with aliens that are trying to abduct me. Um, and it was just crazy. It was so much fun writing it. And obviously whatever I put into it was received because like I said, this is my most popular one on SoundCloud. I mean, for popular for me, it had like 400 listens, which I feel like that's a lot for SoundCloud, at least for my platform. So oh, I'm yeah. really jumping on SoundCloud, you know. Um, and it was crazy. Some kids in my neighborhood came up to me one day and was like, yo, I love the Alien song. And I was like, how did you know about this song? You know, it was it was so crazy to me. It was so crazy. Um, I recorded at V20 Studios. Shout out V20 Records. Uh, I recorded it at their studio in Manassas. Uh, they killed the, the way they mixed it. It was phenomenal. So that was it. It was just a lot of fun working on this song. Well, I could imagine that. Not going to lie. Um, as I was getting ready, prepping for tonight's episode, I had it blasted on the TV on repeat. Once I created the video file for it, I was able to, uh, you know, pretty much cast off of it so it can be seen. But I loved it because the first thing that came to mind for me, like I said, was the recent track that um, – Swerve Strickland came out with. Mm-hmm. You can find on major uh, music platforms. Swerve the Realist, uh, another pro wrestler who's a rapper. Mm, okay. Um, okay, but he's he's real good. I think I sent you one of his clips. Yeah, that song was crazy. The one you're talking about, it, I, the garage. Yeah, it was phenomenal. Yeah. yeah, I was like, wow, I reminded you of that. That was definitely a compliment because he was going kind yes. of there too. That that was once again, we're we're a wrestling themed show. So we try to we try our best to compare it to like a wrestler or a wrestling event. But mm-hmm. man, when I heard this track, it was like a mix of that along with um some old school electronica. It was like a hybrid mm-hmm. of both. And I was like, yo, this this is some good shit, yo. I'm not gonna lie, bro. Yo, KBB delivered. So, <laughs> so we're gonna go ahead and play the track for those out there listening. Crank your volume up because we're about to go up high to Area 51 live <laughs> on Mike World Order. There he goes. 
There goes that nigga KDB. We're gonna get his ass this time. We need his brain for research. That nigga is too smart. There's no way he can spit bars like that. Not off the dome. Impossible. So we're taking him home. See what the queen thinks of him. Oh, rap a tap. With this brain power, we may finally be able to fuel our master weapon. And free all the homies in Area 51. Yeah. KDB, you're coming with us. You can skip all of the fussing. There's no discussion that we pulled up with the heaters. We're taking you to our leader, uh. Hold up, yeah, let me call you back. These niggas outside, they on some bullshit. Got me fucked up, I ain't going like cheese I got the chopper, I keep it in reed Silencer, won't silence the scream Shoot at your feet, balance beam When I count on my bullets, they balancing And met everybody like a balancing act I promise I will not miss anybody My red dot don't discriminate Okay, KDB, that wasn't bad And it rhymed But we really don't wanna have to tell you one more time That you're getting the fuck on the ship And we're gonna look all in your brain And we're gonna see all of your information Including from which planet you came We can see that your skin is humane But your vocals are far too sick So your black ass is coming with us And we'll get to the bottom of this We won't get to the bottom of nothing Have a seat, have a saddle you niggas ain't sucking me up in no spitchin' motherfucker cause I ain't no cattle I don't go like mozzarella and I keep all my damage collateral Man, I'm tired of talking, if you wanna spark it, come see me in a rap battle You wanna rap battle? Fine, here we go We're shot the boat, Ragers don't need to reload They gon' be like, hey DB, where did you go? We'll turn you to Casper the Friendly Ghost We rep Galaxy 7100, it's an invasion, UFO's coming So little nigga, you better get the running But we keep a long range scope just for hunting Let me go get the men in black And you know they will send you back why the fuck you still standing in front of my house like you wanted your dishes back? I mean, this is all disrespect. All you Martians ugly as hell. And I know that you heard of me murdering, so don't act like it don't ring a bell. Damn, it's about time that you finish, boy. We're about to pop out of eye, no spinach, boy. Step to us, it's nothing to get diminished, boy. I have my goons follow you like Twitter. And don't be stepping to me, cause my men are used to using teeth to break blocks of center. Picking fights and pointing out pretenders, snapping bones and sipping paint thinners. I just might drop a bomb on your little area. So you 51 to 59. And when it's 50 comes, son, you better run, cause I'm brrrrum until you're a crumb. Nigga, that's it, I'm tired of aliens. Anybody will step to me, I'm tired of all this talking. Nigga, I'm KDB, that's King the Bars, aka, you about to get these bars, aka, go back where you came from. I'm done with aliens, bruh. Fuck a spaceship, bruh. I'm the spitter, I'm tired of these niggas. Don't come around here no more, and that's it. And if I see you, it's on sight. Any alien, get it sprayed. My bad, we're leaving. My bad, we're leaving. That ass, we're leaving. You ain't have to snap like that, nigga, damn. I keep in a reason. Okay. That was on point, yo. Hey, that you, was man. that was straight fire, dog. Appreciate that. Literally, bro. I had that uh, I had that playing on repeat the whole time. Wow. Hey, Melodious, thank you. Melodious poet, thanks for checking out the show. Hey, we love this track too. A lot of people out there supporting the show. Thanks for watching. You know, so. Hey. A couple more questions I want to ask that's non-rap related. This please, is the part please. where we do what we like to call do talk. So, okay. uh -oh. as you mentioned, uh, you were a big fan of, you know, King Boo on Super Mario. Mm -hmm. so, 
I'm not going to say out the obvious. Is Mario your favorite game? I'm not going to ask that. I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a swerve one on you. Okay. What would you say was your favorite console that you played with growing up? Oh, that's easy. That's easy. Easy, easy. Like I said, I'm a Nintendo guy, so me and my brothers, we grew up playing Nintendo for real, for real. I didn't even start playing PlayStation until, like, middle school. Um, best console to me, hands down, is the Nintendo GameCube. It's just way too many classic games on there. What? Hold on. Oh. This, that, that's just what I grew up playing. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, way. I get it. But I think that's where our age gap shows. Uh -oh. Because me, uh, I got to go with the Nintendo 64. No, the 64 is valid. To be honest with you, that's valid. I played most of the 64 games. Now, I didn't I didn't play most of them on the 64 because, you know, we had the emulator where you just get on your computer, you yeah. plug your controller in. That's how me and my brothers played the 64 games. But we ran through the whole catalog, man. So I played. Yeah, I love that too. <laughs> and that's what I'm doing. I'm trying to uh, find a vendor out there that has a, a Nintendo 64 that plays both Japanese and uh, English games. Oh, I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, there's there's some people out there. It's just the price you would have to pay for it. I'm, anything past 150 no deal. That much for a 64 well, it's there's some out there cheaper for like a regular 64. You're yeah. looking at a hundred, and that includes the two controllers and the mm -hmm. expansion pack. But for mm -hmm. me, if I gotta find one that plays both English and Japanese games, mm -hmm. it's gonna cost about over 300. Man. And the game, the games cost about the same price as it was when they first came out. At least the games that I'm looking for, because mm -hmm. I know there was one website. Um, called JJ Games. Mm. And that's where I used to buy my PlayStation 2 games when I had them because I used to love the SmackDown games, but I'd probably say my, my non-favorite WWE game was probably Def Jam Vendetta. Okay. And I used to always play with uh, Method Man. Okay, yeah, that's the one that, where the rappers are fighting, right? Yes. Basically yeah. a wrestling game, but it's it's yeah. rappers. Uh Jam Vendetta was originally was supposed to have been uh the WCW Mayhem 2 game, but WCW got bought out by the WWF, so they had to cancel that game. Oh, but they wow. were in pre they were in pre-production. So instead they changed up at the last minute, did a deal with Def Jam Records, and they mm -hmm. did Def Jam Vendetta. Wow, I did not know about that. That's interesting. Oh, yeah, interesting backstory. Def Jam Vendetta would have never happened had it not been for the purchase of uh, WCW. Wow. That's WCW. a crazy concept for a game anyways. It's, I mean, <laughs> it's crazy. But, uh, it made sense. Yeah. It made good sense. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can't go wrong with it. Mm -hmm. So you mentioned your favorite console. So... I, I ain't going to press. I'm going to give you more options. All right. All right. Five. Top five favorite video games of all time. Does Damn. not matter what console. Give us okay. your top five. Ooh, top five all time. All time. Man, man. 
I'm just scrolling through the consoles in my head right now. Cause like I said, me and my brothers, uh, we played a lot of emulators. We had a period of time where that was all that we would do. We'd just go back and play old school games. We probably did, you know what I'm saying? We didn't have the console. Speaking of old school games, I've got my first one now. Just Say Radio. Oh. Yeah, that's the one, first one on the five. On Sega? Yeah, yeah, Dreamcast. Yeah, yeah. that's what I played. I played it on regular Genesis, but uh, okay. it's funny you mentioned that. I was listening to the, the soundtrack at work the other day. Soundtrack is crazy as hell. Geki Nagamuma is on point, yo. That was a huge inspiration for me, actually, music-wise. The music in that game. Really? Yeah, yeah, it was. I have some of the music still in my playlist. Every every once in a while, I hit shuffle, it pops up. So, dang. Yeah, they have some in there. Oh, my gosh. Dang. Damn. I ain't gonna lie, so do I. I literally have a, a playlist of nothing but video game themes, like Streets of Rage and all that. Okay. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. Dang, you took it back. Jet set right there. No, all man. Right, that's that one. Got, got four more. All right, four more. I'm probably going to say, um... oh, oh, oh. Uh, I used to always play uh, Star Fox with my brothers. That was another one. Okay. Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat is tough. Mortal Kombat is tough. In terms of fighting games, I didn't really get into Mortal Kombat, but Street Fighter was one that I was always playing. Once I figured out how to get, you know, the quarter circle. Oh, oh yeah. Fighter. I used to hate that. Yeah. If you don't know how to move, you're not doing <laughs> the moves. Were, were you a fan of uh, Tekken? Um, Tekken, I never got into Tekken, but they did do a, a Street Fighter cross Tekken, and that was one of my top fighting games. So okay. I can go ahead and put Street Fighter cross Tekken at three on there. Okay. I'll put that with the three, uh, fourth all time. I feel like I need to throw a Mario in there. Probably like a, like a Mario Kart. I mean, the most recent one is pretty smooth. That one's pretty smooth. Um, but I'll probably say, I'm, I'm going to say the Mario Kart on the Wii. Okay. That one, that one was different. I feel like the most recent one is a little bit too easy for me. Maybe I'm just that nasty. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with the second one. Because <laughs> I haven't played Mario Kart since Super Nintendo days. Because oh, I don't think they had Mario Kart on 64. I don't think they did. No, they did. Oh, they did. It must have been. It must have been overlooked by. Uh, I think it was overlooked once uh, Super Smash Brothers came out. Mm. Oh, I'm sure. Super Smash Bros. came out. That was like playing the dream team of games. Yeah, Smash Brothers is crazy. Uh, actually, Smash Brothers probably going to go on the list too. How many of my are? <laughs> I said just a radio, Star Fox. It's a radio, Star Fox. Tekken, uh, Street Fighter, Cross Tekken. They said Mario Kart on Wii. So yeah, one I'm, more. I'm gonna put Smash Brothers in there too, um, just because, like I said, Nintendo's been my my ish. Most of the time, me playing video games was really just me playing with my my two brothers. Uh, I mean, you know, just that's just what we would do when we were hanging out growing up. We didn't, you know, we played outside, but not so much. 
we we would just video game and we would always play the multiplayer games. Nintendo had more multiplayer like split screen games, and that's oh yeah, we had Nintendo, you know. Um Smash Brothers is my last one on there, and I'm gonna say the most recent one. Yeah, I put that on there. I mean, it makes sense, but yeah. I also noticed you didn't show no love for Sega. Oh, I mean no Sonic? Uh, no, no, no. I mean, I I played I played the hell out of a Sonic game on the on GameCube, Sonic Adventure Two Battle. Man, that game, we bought and sold that game so many times. Like, bought it, beat it, sold it, bought it back. That's the game. I actually, that's the game I bought the most times. Is that that uh, one? So I do like Sonic too. Don't get me wrong. I was just saying, look, I had to make sure. I, look, I know Nintendo bought out. You know, Sega, but still, yeah, some of, some of the new Sonics are a little iffy. But. That's because it's Nintendo branded. That's why. Yeah, it's it's I don't know. Some things you just can't recreate the magic. Okay, we got Jersey Devil underscore eighty two, Super Mario Brothers three, The Legend of Zelda: Link to the Past, Street Fighter two, Original Sonic the Hedgehog, and Breath of Fire two. Okay, okay. no, I could get behind that list. I could get behind yeah. that. I get behind that, but I almost forgot about Legend of Zelda. Legend of Zelda is another crazy series too. I only played the Ocarina of Time on sixty four. That's that's my favorite one actually. So and you're I good. felt like I felt like after Smash Brothers, I went backwards because I wasn't a Zelda fan until I played Link on Super Smash Brothers. Mm-hmm. Then I ended up renting Zelda just to see what the hype was about. Yeah, another crazy series. Every every one of the games on the but I feel like Twilight Princess, that was a crazy ass game too. Um all the every every Legend of Zelda game they come out with is crazy. I mean, I feel like I low-key blame Smash Brothers because <laughs> all they did was made me interested in learning all the other games. Oh, okay. Wow. That's all you're talking about on the 64, right? Smash yeah. Okay. Back when they had like Cube fist, what's yes. the way the graphics were? <laughs> I'm not hating on it though. Hey, look, I love 64. That's why I'm trying to get me a 64 again. It's uh, oh man, J- really, J Rod? WCW Nitro was horrible. That was probably the most horrible game, but that was WCW's fault for losing THQ because uh. Yeah, that's a different backstory. If you ever get a chance, there's a guy on YouTube who uh, you probably watched his stuff. Six One Six Entertainment. He basically give like these video reviews of video games. Mm-hmm. Yo, he did like this three hour one on Mortal Kombat. That was all point of every single Mortal Kombat video game. Every single one. He did like all the WCW games. He did all the WWE SmackDowns, all the Street Fighters, mm-hmm. all of that. Oh yeah, he. I was like, yo, that's too much free time. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that, yeah, you must be but, passionate about that. I mean, it was when I saw those, I was like, yo, my dude got too much free time, but it's so worth it. Like, yeah. Right. I could never get tired of watching the history of WCW games because it literally talks about the uh, 
the evolution of it. It's it's wild, man. See, now you got me wanting to play video games after I'm done with this episode. Do it, man. man. Come on, man. Let me know what you played too. I'll check it out. I'm telling you, it's it's worth it. Yeah, I'll be I'll be sure to send you the links. It's it's on point. But um, KDV, any any closing remarks you would like to make to your fans? Any shout outs as we uh, close tonight's episode? Uh, yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. So, you know, a lot of the music I've been performing recently is going on this new album I got coming out. This is a crazy ass album. Um, what's up, brother? You got home from Biggie and Bronx. Revive me, shout out Bronx. Um, this album is called, what is it called? Heartbreaks and Mosh Pits. And I basically jump between like slow romance songs, like slow, like heartbreak songs, and then like headbanger cranking songs. And I haven't really seen somebody put an album together that way because it kind of seems like it shouldn't, shouldn't work, um, but it's working. And I be playing music all the time. I be playing my own stuff because I love, I just love what I come up with. So that's this is my closing remark. I just wanted to let anybody who's watching this know that this album's coming out. It's gonna be crazy. I do have some phenomenal features on that album. We got, like I mentioned before, DZ Pimpin. I got my boy Black Sky is gonna be on the album. Orchestrated Prodigy, Don Vell. Who else I got on there? Uh, I'm trying to get a feature with this one um, artist that my cousin put me on to named Sad Ho the Goddess. She's just crazy. Like even her her name is like, man, what? You got a queen waiting for me, dick. And like, hey, yeah, yeah. Appreciate that, Mad Villain. Uh, man, who else I got on this album? Ken Sight is gonna do something for me on here too. Uh, that's my brother and also one of my producers. Man, I feel like there's other other features on there, but I don't even know. That's probably just gonna be my ending statement. Check the album. Catch me on Instagram at hey.kdb. I know Mike had it posted on there. And uh, thank you for inviting me onto your platform. It was a lot of fun. We talked about stuff. It was cool. So I think I think that's uh, all I really wanted to mention. Oh, man. And, uh, you know, before, before we end the episode, uh, I just want to ask, uh, could we ever bring you back on a future episode? Of course. Yeah, like any future big concerts you got going on and like if you want to promote more of your backstory on your your uh your photography business videography yeah please let us know anything that you want promoted forward it to me we will get it out there as much as we can clips all of that well we'll I'm make it happen and oh let me just also say too i don't know if you what? Uh, caught when I I said it I think uh, on, on just on Instagram, but this is actually this is my first interview that I've ever had. So. <laughs> You're the second person to say that. Um, uh, Sage Bay last week when okay. uh, she did her episode, she mentioned it was her first. So hey, I caught a little bit of that. I did see some of it. Oh yeah, that was that was a fun episode. Which the funny part was, I think we talked more about cooking. And military mil, blah, military life than we did music. I think it was like music for 20 minutes, and then it was like a straight hour of like cooking and being foodie talk. Because, like I said, with this show, it's not your typical podcast. We're not gonna get you with all the cookie cutter questions. We, yeah. we want to, you know, we want to make it to where it's fun, it's relaxed, where you know, after you get done with the episode, 
you're like, man, I can't wait to get back on. I would love to get back on. Honestly, I would. Oh, yeah, we, we would love for you to come back, especially when we do Dudes Night In. That's when, uh, yeah, ain't no filter on there. All right, that's bad. <laughs> so we, we definitely want you to come back for one of our Dudes Night In episodes on a Friday or Sunday night. You know, yeah, I'm most, down. most definitely. And um, by any chance, are you going to be at Crescendo this Thursday? I plan on being there. I, I should be there. Yeah. I'll see you I on Thursday if you play. I, I know for sure I'm going to be there. So okay, you know, gotta gotta, gotta make sure I uh, continue networking and, and bringing on more people and bringing people who've been on already back. You know? Yes, sir. So KDB, we appreciate you, man. Thanks appreciate for coming right on. Thank and, uh, hope to see you soon, brother. All right. All right, everyone, and as it shows right here, if you want to check out KDB's music, follow him on Instagram at hey.kdb. Tomorrow night, we have the SNRG Superfans episode. Basically, three females who have been there since the beginning of their exposure, supportive, they're there at events, they're there helping selling merch, they're helping promote, even one of them drives all the way from North Carolina just to show their support. Now, I don't know about you guys, but that's dedication. That's a lot of dedication. And once again, that's what building the foundation is, you know? So we're going to go ahead with the closing credits, and uh, we will see you tomorrow night live on Mike World Order as we continue the tour that is the well, nope, that's July. Oops, the bash at the beach. I was about to mention the July campaign, not yet, but we're gonna get there. Not yet, though. Bash at the beach. Let's party on with the closing track. <laughs>